Is that good for you, Calvin? Is that going to be a good price? Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, let me change the colour while I'm at it. Hold on, give me Jesus. a second. I do Friends of the Show. Okay, oh, Google, change colour. <laughs> yeah, but it's here. Okay, Google, turn the lights red. That's funny, I get the gag. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Political Dregs. I'm Calvin Robinson and with me is Joel Davidson, Hamish Hunter and Amir Sajardi. How are you doing guys? Very good. Hi, uh, yeah. One of the biggest topics of this week is the Labour Leadership Contest. Um, let's start with Hamish this time. Well, thank you Calvin, that's very very kind of you. You're welcome. I think, I think that, um, well look, whoever wins first of all is going to have a real job of work getting Labour back into a government, uh, get back into government at the next election given the, the pretty terrible state uh, they're in now not only just with the fact that they're sort of not connecting with people but just the sheer number of seats that they have it's going to take a lot of work in terms of who they're going to pick i'm really interested to see keir starmer's uh, opening pitch his video uh, where he's tacked very far uh, to the left presumably because he recognizes that the membership of the labor party who's ultimately going to be having the say uh, are occupying that political space. I think it would be difficult for him to move back to the centre after that. Do I don't think that he's necessarily going to be the most convincing left-wing candidate. I mean, he is a you know, QC barrister, lives in a big house uh, in, in Camden. Mm. And of course, uh, pro-Remain, uh, very strongly pro-Remain uh, MP, whose constituency is literally next door to Jeremy Corbyn. So he's got a lot against him. However, he has been getting uh, the nominations and is the bookie's favourite. My sort of initial prediction is that people are going to be very shocked when he doesn't win because they haven't learned anything about the past for five years. If if there are any sort of momentum or Labour people watching and they want to know who the Tories are most scared of as a sort of right-wing individual who doesn't want Labour in power, I would say Jess Phillips of the current crop. Um, that will, of course, mean that they won't vote for her because, um, and also because of her sort of history of speaking out about Jeremy Corbyn. But I think she's probably of a pretty poor bunch. I mean, you know, Lisa Mandy's just ain't going to make it. Uh, apparently tonight, um, uh, Barry Gardner is put throwing his hat in the ring for, hey. for fans of comedy. Um of Harry Gardner's in it, uh, but no, Jess Phillips. Yeah, you know, she probably can strike that balance of of talking to people, reaching people who Labour need to win back, and being quite honest. I personally don't agree with uh, much about her, and I think she um, uh, talks too much about herself uh, and is a bit awful in that sense. But uh, I, she's she'd be the one that I'd be scared of. I don't think she talks to people as much as she talks at people. Yes. Uh, the big problem That's I have cool. is that Labour have gotten rid of the Kate Hueys, the Caroline Flints, the Ian Austins, and they're stuck with all these mental Ramonas who aren't particularly smart, who aren't, don't particularly get the British public. Uh, they all want to either remain in the EU or have a second referendum. None of them are on our side. None of them are patriotic. What is the point of them? I don't get it, honestly. Yeah, well, um, t- tell it, t- say what you really think, uh, CR, but um, the... Um, the only one, as, yeah, similar to, to, to Hamish, the only one as from a right um, right wing perspective, who I would be um, comfortable actually. Why? Who did you ask? That's right wing. Who's right wing? Who did you ask? Well, 
Um, I, uh, I, I'm certainly uh, on the right, um, Calvin. I'm not sure if there's r enough room on the spectrum to get to as, as, as far right as you are. But, Mate, there's, um, there's no right wing in the Tory party. There's either left or woke left. That's it. Woke or woke? Well, so you want Boris <laughs> is woke left, is he? Go on, um, carry on. Um, anyway, um, but um, yeah, I um, uh, as a patriot, uh, I would be uh, at least comfortable with uh, either Nandi or Phillips becoming prime minister. None oh, of the yeah. others would I would in any way be comfortable with being prime minister. So Starmer is, I think, massively overrated by the by London and the London commentators. I think politically he's not that great. Uh, he he made a huge misjudgment in. Um, coming out so strongly to thwart uh, any chance of a, a Brexit deal, which, as we know, is the thing I wanted most of all. Um, so uh, we, we uh, but, uh, but I think a huge uh, political error from, from, from Starmer and, and, and Thornbury and all of these horrendous people to, to, to actively thwart and not act in good faith to come up with uh, a compromise position on Brexit that would have got it done. Uh, to quote a phrase uh, a lot earlier and, and would have got us out of the EU a lot earlier. But from a Labour perspective, who obviously I don't, uh, is, is not my primary concern, I think that was a huge error and it was orchestrated by Starmer. So I think he's massively overrated uh, in that way. Uh, the others, in the Loopy Looney, um, uh, Long Bailey, and all of these hard trots obviously are appalling. Anyone who likes Corbyn is appalling. But yeah, the only two who I think at least are have the interests of this country at heart and, and uh, would be would be Nandy and Phillips. And then uh, Phillips, though, I do find quite annoying personally, so I, I wouldn't ever even consider voting for her. Um, but, uh, but Nandy, I guess if, if there was a nuclear war or there was a horrendous choice of options, uh, is someone who I would at least as an open-minded individual consider voting for. And uh, none of the others I would even remotely consider voting. But let, I mean, let's face, let's face it, all of these people, all of these MPs who are in, in the Labour Party were OK with uh, the anti-Semitism that kept on happening. Um, yeah, this they is, were. For, this is, for me, this is really concerning because you obviously had some other MPs who left the Labour Party because they weren't willing to put up with this complacency that exists in the Labour Party. I just think it's ridiculous how someone can pretend to be the next leader of this country if they're willing to not take a stand on this critical, crucial issue of racism and anti-Semitism. And I think it's, I think none of, I actually we should throw them all out. Every single MP in the Labour Party who is willing to just be complicit to anti-Semitism, racism should be thrown out. Uh, they, they, they need. That would be all of them. They're all rubbish. Yeah, I mean, honestly, even though Keir Starmer, people say, "Oh, yeah, yeah, he's the best of the of, of the bad bunch." He's pretty poor, and therefore they're all a bad bunch. And what we what we actually need the, is the shadow cabinet for sure. Anyone who's in that sh in Corbyn shadow cabinet, year and years after year, years and years, mm. and was actively, literally trying to get him to become prime minister is a disgrace. And they should all, they should absolutely. Utter disgrace. I mean, look, yeah. anti-Semitism is real. Racism is real. And uh, Jeremy Corbyn was a catalyst. He was a participant. He allowed it to happen. And anything that he said he did was too little, too late. Uh, the, the reality is there, there are Jews in this country who are scared. And he created that environment for British citizens to be scared. And I think that's unacceptable. And I think anyone who was around him willing to put their career above the country should not be in a position where they could be prime minister, really. It's, it's ridiculous. They need to look far and wide and 
and reinvent themselves and they shouldn't now be putting themselves forward to be leader because they they're not they're not going to win it's really not, it's not possible though is it their structure that they have set up is against them so they have to get at least what two unions to back them they've got to get the membership which is all momentum now to back them how is any sane normal person going to get both the unions and momentum on board <sighs> Yeah, uh, and, and frankly, whoever wins this is not going to be the next prime minister sure. anyway. So I think it's a it's a William Hague situation, like the mm. Conservatives in '97. Yeah. Whoever wins that won't get much publicity, and it's going to be pretty appalling to be in that shadow cabinet anyway. Could I say a word about Rebecca Long Bailey, who is the front runner? I'm not being satirical. I, I promise, I'm genuinely not being comical. I cannot remember a single word she's ever said. I don't even know what the sound of her voice is like. I, she's just completely. You're not missing much. Unmemorable, unmemorable. Uh, just uh, you know, people talk about her, and I know she's given a couple of interviews recently. But I just, it just goes completely. Uh, nothing sticks with her. At least with, at least with Thornbury and Phillips, you know, you, you can't remember something that they say, even though it's sort of vile. But I mean, it's it's, a, it's almost a shame that we don't have David Lammy. You know, he'll be interesting. Oh, I think we should all weep. I think we should all weep the fact that David Lammy is not. <laughs> I, I think you know, the fact that Barry Gardner may be putting his head in the ring, hat in the ring, is some consolation because that will be fucking amusing. Um, but oh, David Lammy would have been great. Well, that's one thing I will say. I mean, back in 2015, a load of Tories, a load of right wing people were vote were joining the Labour Party for three pounds to vote for Jeremy Corbyn because they thought it was hilarious. And in 2017, we almost ended up with him as our prime minister. So I think it's a it's a very dangerous game to play. I don't think it's something we should do again. Uh, it's not funny. It's not clever. Let's not uh, infiltrate the Labour Party and vote for a joke because they could yeah, be running yeah. our country. I agree with that. Yeah, we should. Although it's £25 now, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Has it gone up? I don't yeah. have that kind of money. Well, if you don't want to become a member, you want to be a supporter to be allowed to vote. I believe it's £25. Yeah. I don't know. Same vote in the lesson. But they have to make a bit of money somehow. Let us know what you think, who you think the next Labour leader should be, who you're most terrified of. Put it in the comments below and then please like and subscribe and we will see you on the next one. Thank you very much for watching. Goodbye. All right, bye. Goodbye. Shall we say hello to some friends of the show? Yeah. Let's do We're it. A friendly bunch. Any, any friends of the show you want to call out? Yes, uh, I, I met a friend. Her name is Crystal. She says she watches our show. Um, so a nice shout name. out to Crystal. Crystal? Uh, she sounds, she sounds like she's paid by the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she is. Who knows? Maybe you can hire her. Bloody hell. Um, <laughs> 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 wrong, wrong market, no? Um, um, no, well, she's a life coach, and I, and I know Hamish needs a little bit of coaching right now. Uh, so, oh, serious. <laughs> Apologies to Crystal. I'm sure you're gainfully employed. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Go on, Joel. Joel. Uh, I think we should, uh, I'd like to. I'd like to say hi to our um, our Irish followers. Uh, certainly, our Northern Irish followers. Um, I've been trying to uh, get Richard Garland to do a uh, segment for us. There's a couple of other uh, also unionist friends, Irish friends, who I'm going to be reaching out to, but we're going to be getting an Irish guest on the show very soon. Fantastic. All right. Thank you again.